snap action action <laughs> welcome to morning minutes with michael myself michael Bergio, and mark novak this bright sunny morning we're going to be talking about due diligence what is it have you ever heard of it how does it apply to property does it apply to property mark what is it Oh, look, effectively, we do due diligence with everything every time we purchase, but the big end of town, call it DD. Yep. Always the big end of town have special words for stuff. <laughs> the, uh, they, so normally people would call checking it out or uh, I'll, uh, I'll get to the bottom of it. The big end of town, when they're purchasing a big property, they go through a DD period. And I think, like, just like in everything in life, you always sort of look through it um, and do your own sort of assessment on it. But I find, like you said, um, the big end of town, and what we mean by that is generally development sites. Um, we do get a lot of it in commercial. And what that can apply to a development site is checking the land, soils, checking with cattle, basically just like research on a property. So, Mark, how, how, good morning, Amal. Hope you're well. How does that apply? Like, when should it be used and probably when shouldn't it be used? Oh, Amal's getting a thousand units in her area. Congratulations, Amal. I saw that. One billion dollar development, four towers, I think it is. That's huge. You That's huge. Finish, more. The Norwest, Norwest, Norwest area. Um, so I did look, DD, I, I think um, when there's sort of more uncertainty than people may think um, with, with sites or properties, um, when there's an upshot that on the property that has to be explored the, um, and potentially the developer is going to pay more because of that upshot, the developer who's purchasing the property wants to do his research but doesn't want to compete with the market. So there's to take it to the next level, there's a thing called exclusive DD. So what happens is a seller will contract to the purchaser for a period Sometimes it's 30 days, sometimes it's 60 days, sometimes it's six months, um, depending on <clears throat> the complexity of, of, the, uh, of the site. So, you know, if it's a site that's a little fella and it only needs a few little check, check, checks, they might ask for a 30-day DD. If, it, if it's a site that's waiting for a zoning change, waiting for some chemical um, checks in the ground, uh, then they may ask for six months exclusive DD at which when that point finishes, the, the seller expects the person to buy it or knock it out. It's almost like a, a, that basically it's just reworded a cooling off period, basically. You put down a small deposit, like a cooling off, a cooling off for a, a unit is basically five days of DD while you maybe do a strata report or get your lawyer to check it, um, where this is a lot more... Uh, in depth, and you may think as an agent, well, why doesn't the agent just get that information before or the vendor so you can avoid the DD? Now, a reason is one, each set of buyers. So, let's talk about a development site. If you're looking to do maybe a land subdivision compared to a unit block compared to a childcare, you all have you all will have different uh, requirements or information you want to know before you go into it. So an owner or an agent, we can't go do every test under the sun to qualify land. It's just, it, you just, just, you just don't do it. 
it'll cost too much. Like a, for example, like Mark said before, a soil test can be five, 10, 15 grand. Now, if you, and if you buy, if someone buys it who doesn't need it, it's a bit of a waste of money. And a lot of the time, a developer won't even trust your soil test. They want to do it themselves anyway. So that's why that structure is in place. It's quite normal. Where Mark, when you compare it to a unit, if you if an agent or a vendor hasn't done a strata report, the buyer's like, why haven't you done that? It's, it, it doesn't really have that sort of um, attitude or reaction in that, that sort of commercial development world. They're, they're um, quite willing to do the work. They just need time and it's hard. What about an option? How's the DD different to an option? Well, an option, an option's usually a little bit longer. Most people do an option based on getting the actual council approval, which can be six, 12, 18 months, where a DD- so an option period will go for years and a DD period will go for months? Correct, where a DD may just be, I just want to make sure the soil is not contaminated. I'm confident doing the DA myself. I'm not going to drag it on. So DD is short term. Uh, an option agreement is long term. Pretty much sees you all the way through to the council gives it approval. That would be the big difference between DD due diligence uh, for a development or any purchase compared to an option agreement. Your deposit may be the same. And probably the diligence theory is like we know we're not going to we're not going to get anything definite or finite, but we just want to check shit out. But with an option, it's like we want definity and we want something finite. And if we can get that, we will pay that. So I think that's how due diligence differs itself from option. And you know that's why you need that longer period. So due back to due diligence. Um, what's the site, what's a property that you had due diligence on, Michael? Um, probably maybe 41 Warrywood Road had a due diligence period of two weeks after the tender had finished. Yes. Uh, what's, what's a property that you can, is a good example of a due diligence? Uh, we've been, that would probably be, well, that was, we're quite fortunate. There's, uh, well, we had a lot of competition. So comp when there's a lot of competition on a, uh, on a property, there, there's probably less due diligence available because there's a lot of buyers who have possibly done developments within that area who don't need to do the due diligence because they've done it previously. But Warrior, uh, the Warriorwood one had about two to three weeks, but that was more based on the getting the finances in check. Um, prior to exchange, oh, I think they did a they had they did a, like a quick soil test. It was it was like a pre-soil test to a proper one. They just wanted to confirm one thing they saw visually prior to exchange, but they knew the full test could take a, a six to eight weeks, and they didn't have it because we had other buyers. Um, but as I'm dealing with a lot of developers all the time and hearing about what they're doing with other sites, uh, it's quite normal to be in a, a two-month DD really for most of it comes around the soil and the earthworks around it. I know in war and, and liaising with council as well, because just to book into council to get in front of them is for a pre DA is about three to four weeks, just to let them hear what you say to get their opinion. So a lot of that is um, based on that, around that type of type. type. So for anyone who just tuned in, we're talking about what is a due diligence period uh, and what it, what it means in real estate and the marketplace, as opposed to a cooling off, as opposed to an option, 
uh, option uh, cooling off is probably more the residential short five day thing. The uh, the option is more if we can get this zoning, then we will pay that price and now give us an option period in order to try to get this done. Uh, now, so it go, can go on a year or two. Now, I'll tell you what got really guys like, yeah, it's like obviously dealing with the commercial. I get due diligence. I understand it. I know when it's necessary. Now, when you're selling like a, a little a strata shop and someone throws out to you, I need a 30-day DD, that instantly like unqualifies you. One, it's not the right terminology for that type of purchase. And it's just not necessary. Like uh, for, for that type of realm, price point type of property, to be a qualified buyer, it's like you're... So for, for, and the reason thing that annoyed was for unqualified them, to say you're a qualified buyer, finance approved, all this, and then you need a 30-day DD, you're not a qualified buyer. Because one, that's like, it's just make taking something that using a large scale negotiation into this to make it sound, I don't know, sound that you're more seasoned, but if anything, it does the quite opposite. Like you, you don't, DD is for those type of, um, uh, those type of works on a property to buy. Now being a good buyer for, don't get me wrong, you need to do your own due diligence when you're looking to buy a unit, research in the area or a strata shop or anything in that type of vicinity or style of property. But to try and get an exclusive use for DD, like that's like telling me you've walked into a suburb, know nothing about it, you want to buy a property, but you know nothing about like nothing about the area. You, that's just I don't know, Mark. That just it sort of just was like, do you even know what you're looking for? What what DD? Well, it's probably a, it could be a, like a cliche mistake or like a typical mistake where you know someone you know like sometimes um, you sort of got to watch your terminology because. As because yeah, like, you know, as an agent, you don't sort of want to look like a hero or be a hero, and you know that sort of thing. So I think that it's like I guess walking into a fancy restaurant and saying, um, "Can I have a champagne?" And they go, "What?" And you get champagne. You go, "What?" And you're trying to say champagne because you've read it but you've never said it, and you're in a fancy restaurant. Straight away, the waiter's going to go, "Fuck this guy!" Don't know what I'm about. So it's the same thing with property. Like if you can get your terminology right, like I think, I think sometimes you can look at, it sort of puts a bad taste in people's mouth. So I guess giving people that, that today, that terminology with how to use the word cooling off, how to use particularly what is um, due diligence and then what is an option. It just makes, it just makes a bit, makes you a bit more fluid in a negotiation or when you're looking at properties. So how would, like, for say, for the point of view for agents out there, myself, the buyer comes up, like, how would you sort of word it? Like, a 30-day due diligence for a strata shop when they've got their, like, what I said to him in, in, I sort of said, so what information do you need to make your decision? Like, how can I help? And they're just like, they couldn't really give me an answer. It's almost like they read it in a book. We need 30-day DD. Because yeah. I'm like, what do you need? Do you need recent sales? Do you need yield comparisons, do you need cap rates? Like, what do you need? You said you've got your finance approved and like, I don't I don't get it. So you're just gonna walk around the suburb for 30 days and just see if it looks and feels good. Like, and also then how do you pre-frame it? Like, that's what you do before you really make the offer <laughs> sort of thing. You ready, like before a strong offer is when you put it on a contract, not make an offer and then subject to DD, it makes the owner think you haven't even looked at the property. Make your, do your DD first. 
but correct me if I'm wrong, but these are life skills, you know, for you to be able to know how to bloody use cutlery or for you to know how to, uh, you know, property terms, you know, I, I think that you will reference this stuff at one time or another around a barbecue dinner table with your kids, um, with your, your parents. I think it's handy knowing, you know, what, what is, you know, cool off, what is option period, what is DD, um, important to know. I think it could also be, yeah. Could also, even when you've got, I suppose if most, well, I, I, I sort of assume most agents wouldn't be too forthcoming with information sharing. So a lot of buyers would sort of be very skeptical and they just need a bit of time to recoup. So in your opinion, like it's, but then again, should you be doing that, that sort of due diligence prior to putting it out there? I just think it really unqualifies the buyer. So in my view, it's fair enough. You've got to do it. You're not buying property with your eyes closed. But, um, yep. but I think, as we've said in many shows previously, or Episonics, they're called, we've learned, uh, any show on um, Facebook longer than eight, 18 minutes is a episodic, episodic, I think that's the word. Um, in previous episodics, um, there is big power in buying properties, unconditional, having your army of valuers, lawyers already at behind you. So when you go to that agent, the owner, you go, here's the offer. Um, it's very strong rather than saying cooling off DD, you're sort of making it worse. You'd probably rather, an owner would rather hear cooling off than a, a 30 day DD period. I don't, yeah. So, no. sorry, with DD, so it's a period where a buyer can, has got time to just do their research. There's what, there's exclusive, is, is DD always exclusive or sometimes is it, is it non exclusive? Well, it, it should be exclude. It is ex a proper DD is exclusive. There's a dot. The it's a cooling off period. Reality is now look at cooling off deposit paid. So not does someone pay for it? Does someone pay for a DD period? Yes, deposit paid, goodwill, good faith. Uh, generally, it's non-refundable. It's a good faith deposit. It can be structured in many ways, depending. But money's paid. It's exclusive. There should be a term sheet, heads of agreement paid. Now, what really frustrated, what well, what really frustrated me was the DDP people were asking. They're not, it, they're not even asking for an exclusive. It's almost like they just want to hear they've got it, but there's nothing contractually bound, so it's not even worth anything. So an owner can just say, "Yeah, you've got it." There's your 21 DD starting now. Like from a buyer, and it's not really even a real commitment from the seller. It's just, yeah. So I don't, so remember guys, if you're asking things, you got to know what you're asking, what it means. So that vendor who had, okay, you've got your 21 DD, sell it to someone else. You get the shits because you've done work, but you haven't entered into any agreement. It's not binding. A proper, a proper uh, exclusive use is binding because if you're spending 10, 20, 30 grand on soil testing, you don't want them to sell it to someone else tomorrow. So that's a proper exclusive use. If you're not paying money and a contract's not being signed, just like a cooling off, it's a nothing period. So why ask for it? So if we're so you do get due diligence in residential property. So for if a first-time buyer is buying a one-bedroom unit, they do get time to do their research on that property, strata search, bank valuation, finance. But it's called a cooling off period, so it's termed differently. Yeah, um, and and that's and that's actually in the contract already that 
cooling off is already pre-written into every contract in New South Wales. Um, so it's a five-day cooling off that's pretty standard. Now, something that a lot of people don't know is commercial properties don't have that stand that standard contract in the con in that standard um, clause in the contract is automatically waived if it's right. not a residential property. And so because it's automatically waived that five day cooling off period, it then triggers what we're talking about today, which is a due diligence period. You know what? You know what I was just thinking there? Great tip to agents out there and if you're looking to buy. Now, refine what you, be transparent with what due diligence you need. And I think that will hold a bit of weight. So instead of saying, I need to do due diligence, when really you know what you need to know before it makes you comfortable to buy that property. And it may be a strata report. It may be checking with your broker. It may be a combination of both. Instead of just throwing out there a winded uh, phrase of, I need to do my due diligence, I need 30 days. I would recommend be a lot more specific because then if you're specific, it makes you see, it, it gives the appearance that you know what you're doing because you know the one or two things you need to do to make the decision. For example, oh, it, goes, it goes with anything. If you instill yeah. confidence in someone, it's it's better. Yeah. So, for example, two things said two things said the, said differently mean a big difference. Like you're going to make an offer and go, I need 21 day due diligence. The only thing I'm like, you don't know you're asking me elbow. No, that's a million things compared to, I need 21 days or uh, 21 days due diligence just to get my finance approved, then I'll exchange. They virtually mean the same thing, but that just goes the owner, 21 days, I get what you need to know. I'm happy to commit to that. Great, let's do it. And then you may be able to tweak it actually to 21 days, well, let's exchange contracts subject to finance. So by giving what you need in order to do the transaction, we can then structure a deal. The owner may say, hey, I know a great broker or the agent. I can do it in 14 days for you, rather than just saying need to do due diligence. Like, I think identify what you need. And that is due diligence. That's due diligence. That's to take morning minutes. Thank you, everybody. Anything else you want to add, Mark? Oh, did we have that at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, that's a take. That's a take. You. See ya. Non-action. See you guys. Have a beautiful day. Hopefully it's not gonna get hopefully it's not gonna get too